Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Choose Inclusion for our Black Voices Matter series. Uh, I am joined by my wonderful co-hosts, as usual, Yubi and Mike. How are you guys doing? Excellent, Nina. Yeah, pretty good. Welcome back, everybody. So uh, we have a great guest today. We're excited to talk to him. His name is Rodin Monroe. Uh, Rodin is the founder of a company called Cara Club. And uh, Carry Club is actually solving the lack of diversity on, on nonprofit boards. Um, he, he's building a connection between the world of finance to the nonprofit world and uh, coming up with a really cool solution around this. And so we're excited to talk about that today. Rodin, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. So Rhoda, I want to start off by just simply asking you, can you tell us a little bit about your background? I think kind of your personal journey has a obviously impact on the solutions that you're proposing today. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how you got to where you are? Yeah, so um, I came to, I moved to the United States uh, when I was 12 years old. I grew up on the very beautiful island of St. Lucia. Um, and uh, my mom lived in the United States, so she wanted my sister and I uh, to get the best possible education. That was always something that was very important. Um, and so when uh, she was able, when she finally was able to, to get us here, she, uh, she got my sister and I. Um, I was 12, my sister was 11. And one of the things that really stuck out for me was, um, I mean, my mom was a nanny, so, you know, it was very difficult for her to uh, provide exactly the uh, education that she wanted, um, especially with the type of the, the schools, the quality of schools that uh, existed at the time in Harlem. Um, so nonprofits played such an important role in, in that they had, uh, they gave me access to like after school programs and scholarships that made it possible for, for us to go to some really incredible uh, private high schools. Um, I went to a school in Massachusetts. My sister ended up at a school in Connecticut. Uh, and it was such a massive difference from the opportunities that were available to us um, in, in Harlem. Uh, that was certainly unfortunate, but like we had to travel that far to, to get that kind of a quality education. But my mother wanted to really make sure we, uh, we were able to get that. And that's what it took. Um, fast forward, I ended up uh, going to college, then after college, I graduated and worked on Wall Street for about five years. Um, during that experience, I learned a lot more about the other side of the nonprofit world. Um, a lot of the people that I worked with were on nonprofit boards. Um, and one of the things that I found very interesting, very striking was that they were also people who tended to be more successful uh, more empathetic, more well-liked, more, uh, uh, they had, they exuded more leadership qualities. And I always found that very fascinating how people were able to benefit from nonprofits, not just as the, in my case, the recipient of the nonprofit service, but also people who were involved at the board level, who were providing and made possible <clears throat> the services that were being provided and the programs. So that was like that was like very interesting kind of uh, learning experience for me, um, and and Carry Club really came from a confluence of those experiences. I wanted to make it possible for 
people to get involved in nonprofit boards, uh, specifically people who were otherwise very busy professionals, um, may not have the access to the network, may not have the time. We wanted to make it easy for them to find nonprofit boards that align with what they were passionate about. And that's how Carico was born. And uh, Roden, uh, thank you for that. Um, one one question that we we um, usually always ask our Black Voices Matter guests too is, um, first of all, like how are you doing given everything that's that's going on? How's it going? How are you doing? I I'm taking things one day at a time. Um, I mean, 2020 has been a roller coaster year for everyone. Um, for me. Uh, it has kind of been a little compounded by the fact that uh, I'm a startup founder. So certainly like companies were, have been impacted by everything that's going on. Um, but on a more even personal level is the fact that like my sister and my mother both work at New York City hospitals. So uh, there's always that anxiety and concern every day, making sure that like they're, they're good. Um, and add a whole other dimension to this is just the uh, Black Lives Matter movement and how that has gained so much momentum, um, not just in the United States, but globally. So just being able to digest all of that at once is, is been, has been a lot. Uh, and so, oh, and let's not forget just we're in an election year, so that, that's also another another uh, layer. But yeah, just being able to digest all of that at once is a lot for anyone. Um, and yeah, it's been, it's been tough. But at, at the end of the day, what, one of the things that keeps me going is actually the work that I do at Carry Club. That's the one thing that I know, uh, no matter what, will continue to have a, a lasting impact. And that makes me look forward to Mondays. Roden, I'm, I'm really glad you uh, shared that because I was, um, you know, how are you uh, directing your energy is is uh, super important, and um, I I really like the model that uh, the real the true impact model that you're bringing uh, to diversify uh, boards. Can you give some some examples of some success stories that you've already had with uh, with your organization? Yeah, so I mean, we've placed hundreds of young professionals on, on nonprofit boards. Um, we've been at this for six years now. We work with some amazing companies that have really leaned into it. Um, some of our clients are, are firms like uh, Citigroup and Morgan Stanley and PJT Partners. We have some private equity firms like KKR and Blackstone. Um, and we have some law firms. We have uh, Davis Polk. We have Sidley Austin. So one of the things that's been really amazing is the fact that companies and, and many of them are really the top in their industry have leaned into this. They see the value in it and they're, they're willing to pay for the service to offer it to their employees, which is why we're able to um, make this matching happen without, um, without the nonprofits having to pay, which is, I mean, that's, that's very important. So for, for me, one of the stories that that has stuck with me for a while is, is um, it was actually right around Thanksgiving last year. Um, I, I went to a, back when we were able to do that, 
I went to a nonprofit um, fundraising event um, and it was actually just downtown New York City, so not that far from me. And uh, I was like really pleasantly surprised to, to see how well the event went. It was very well attended. Um, everyone was having fun. They were raising a lot of money that night. Um, and it sucked out to me because I remember going to that same event the year before um, and it was, uh, you know, mild. It was, it was not nearly as much. Uh, so they, they made such a, an impressive turnaround just like one year after. Um, and so further into the night, I actually discovered that the entire event was organized by this one individual. And this one individual happened to be a guy who uh, we placed through Carry Club on that organization's um, board. Uh, because everyone kept on talking about this guy who did a great job putting this whole event together and how it was so successful, et cetera. It wasn't until later on that I discovered that it was through Carry Club. That's how he was able to join this organization, join the board and make made such an impact. And it was just like, it was so, it's such, such like out, out of body experience to, to see that this person who I've never met used my platform, joined this board, had such a profound impact um, with this organization. Um, and the cherry on top of all this is the fact that this organization happens to be one of the organizations that had an impact in my life. It's, it's one of the organizations um, that I benefited from as, as a recipient of their, their service and as part of their program. Uh, so it's like it really came full circle and that was, that was, that was pretty cool. That's incredible. I Sorry, go love ahead. It. No, I was just going to say, I love it. That's, I, I love the story. Thank you. Yeah. One of the questions, I kind of have a follow-up question to that. I mean, one of the, the things that has happened obviously in this past year is, you know, the murder of George Floyd, the uprisings that happened across the country, the Black Lives Matter movement all of a sudden becoming front and center for the first time for a lot of people. Companies started to react to this in ways that we had never seen before. I mean, what has been the, what has kind of your experience been as a realistic carry club to this growing conversation around diversity, equity, and inclusion? So, I mean, as, as a black man, I've always had that in mind um, when I started the, when I started Carry Club. Um, board diversity <clears throat> has been one of the many uh, areas where there's been a lack of uh, representation um, at the table. And um, I've always really worked hard to get companies to understand, to understand that and like really lean into it and, and buy into it. Um, I'm fortunate that many of our clients have, uh, have been very receptive and we've been able to do a lot there. But what um, the, the movement did was that it really magnified um, in a way that I never would have expected but fully appreciate, magnified that to companies. Um, and so we have a lot of companies coming to us now uh, recognizing this huge blind spot, recognizing the gap and are, are happy to lean into this and want to um, work very closely with us to be more intentional about establishing a board matching program for their employees. And I can't stress enough how important it is. I mean, the our platform, we, we, we match young professionals with nonprofit boards. 
we start off with the, the young professional board. Um, they go by different names, associate board, junior board. Um, but that entryway, that gateway is, is, a, is the thing that's the foundation that makes it possible for underrepresented people to just dip their toe into what it's like to be a board member and build their uh, network, build their um, experience and makes it possible for us to have a more robust and more diverse pipeline of professionals who will eventually graduate to join the governing board and two thirds of our members make it to the governing board. Um, and certainly that experience on the nonprofit side parlays into your experience level and ability to join um, the corporate board. So we are at that foundation and that's something that we take very seriously, something very proud of is that we're able to introduce a pipeline of candidates to boards in general. Although our focus is on nonprofits, it really does expand out as they progress in their career. I, uh, I just, I think it's so cool because um, in a way you're sort of um, future proofing <laughs> Um, these organizations with some just a really diverse group of younger professionals who, you know, I think many might consider more progressive um, and open-minded or, you know, leading with their heart. Uh, so I th it's just such a fascinating long-term strategy that, um, God, I just think it's so important. It's awesome. It's incredibly important. I mean, I, you we live in a world that is a diverse world we live in a country that's a diverse country um it is unconscionable for a company or a nonprofit uh to not embrace this unconscionable um but beyond that if we're going to separate the the fact that that fact we, we we have to at least acknowledge the fact that it's it's good for your organization like this is genuinely and like statistically materially beneficial to your organization to have that diversity. You are better off because of that. So there really is not a good reason to not embrace it. Well, I love the fact that you're already showcasing from a, from a, uh, a, a bottom line perspective, like the story, the success story that you talked about was literally a nonprofit's bottom line. Yeah. And so many of the guests that we bring on talk about how diversity, equity, inclusion, belonging absolutely helps organizations from that perspective. So I love the fact that you are uh, leading with that. And then the whole silver lining is, uh, oh, by the way, this is just this is just the right thing to do. So I uh, um, I'm really, really Im impressed with that. I, I I'm curious a little bit. So because you did, did you talk about your so the business model itself for for like how, how, how so you're, you you don't charge nonprofits. Or you do charge nonprofits. How, how does that all work? Oh, no, we do not charge nonprofits. Um, we, we do not. Okay. So we are in tech startup speak. We're a, a SaaS platform, um, and enterprise SaaS. So our clients are, are for-profit corporations. Um, it's the ones that I just mentioned, your Deloitte's, your Morgan Stanley's, Unilever's, et cetera. So these are our clients. They pay us, um, for their employees to have access to our platform. Um, Part of the reason why it makes sense for them to pay us to do this instead of 
trying to build it in-house is uh, board matching is uh, deceivingly complicated. It seems like a very easy thing to put together, but it is actually very complex when you like dissect the different moving parts that need to all align for the experience to go well. Um, and when you try to do that in-house, like the reason why our clients love us is because we take all of that uh, work and, and um, automate it and we streamline it. And so they don't have to worry about the minutia. We take care of that whole thing and we could do it not just in one city, but with like any city. Uh, so that's what they're paying us for. The value, the long-term value to the company stretches beyond like our ability to manage the administrative nuance of board matching. Um, they recognize that board, these board opportunities are a great, incredibly like time-tested method for building future leaders in their organizations. I almost never have to convince a company that this is great for leadership development because they have proof among their executive leaders um, that uh, the ones who are involved with boards tend to be the ones who are their best leaders. Um, and so what we come in and say is like, you, you already understand the value of this. We want to make it possible for you to do that scale. And that's what we're great at. Um, beyond that, we also recognize that being on a board, regardless of your background, it will expose you to experiences that may not be your own experience. It will expose you to communities that may not be your own community. And that exposure in and of itself actually does promote uh, more empathy um, and, and really does uh, build individuals who are much more open and inclusive than um, if you were to try to teach that uh, in like a in-person class or something. But the experience really does over time, it takes about a year or two until you start for you to like really start to see those behavior changes, but it does happen. Um, and so the companies appreciate that value. Um, and so all those things combined with retention, with leadership development, uh, with certainly the professional networking that happens when you're on a board, all benefit the company. Rodan, I love I love the impact that you're having, and um, I love the fact that you created a model. And congratulations on um, getting into TechStars and and being able to scale everything. So you know you're on your path to continue to scale, grow, make an impact, everything like that. What what does the world look like 20 years from now uh, when you've done everything that you've done on the path that you've already outlaid or outlaid 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 <laughs> laid out. <laughs> 20 years from now, I never want to hear a company say that they have a pipeline problem when it comes to recruiting um, board members. Um, and certainly that should not be the case for any nonprofit, but certainly on the corporate side, there should never, I should never want to hear that like we have a pipeline problem. We can't figure out who has the right experience to join our corporate board. Uh, 20 years from now, I want, I want to really create and build a community of people in the corporate world who understand that we're all in this together. And in order for any one individual to move forward, we all need to be lifted. And um, 
that is just intuitively true. It's 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 true for for many reasons, but you you learn that truth through through experience. And so what what, what I really appreciate about what we're doing is we want to bake in experiences to get people to that point, rather than saying like, hey, just do what I tell you to do because I said so, and look at the numbers. So Carry Club, over time we have we're gonna have thousands of members in many like influential companies who will have that experience and will be able to bring those experiences to bear um, as leaders within their companies and certainly as board members uh, at corporations across the United States um, that will have a global impact. What, you know, one thing I've kind of been thinking about, you, you talked about empathy, you know, and, and um, and those sorts of things. Is, is there is there anything that happens? Um, you know, do you find that these young professionals who you're working with? I mean, are they? Is there kind of learning happening? Um, even if it's just amongst themselves, as as they sort of network and. But are they? Uh, do they ask you for like, hey, I want to? I'm, I'm looking to you know learn this or be better at this. You know what I'm saying? Like. I don't know if that question makes sense, but are they, what, what else are they looking for? These professionals who come to you as far as maybe personal development, is there any of that involved in the relationship? Yeah. So we try to be very proactive in, in when it comes to learning. Um, our, our, we really want to try to meet every one of our members where they are and not make assumptions about like what, like what they do and do not know. Um, we understand that this is a, a growth journey, and so some people will be at different stages in that journey. Um, and so for us, it's um, it's about being attentive to our members and um, adapting our our the, the experience of being part of Carry Club um, to meet to to kind of close those that that learning gap um, in a very more specific way. Um, Earlier this year, like uh, sorry, the summer when the um, protesting started, uh, we invited a few nonprofits um, to speak about the experience they're having on the ground um, to really allow our members in the corporate world who were in many cases kind of removed from what was happening on the ground and removed from uh, the experience because. Uh, if they had not experienced it personally, we invited some nonprofits to speak about what was happening on the ground with the protesting uh, and with just social inequity and the opportunity gap in education. We wanted to bring that to them. Uh, and we like every one of those webinars that we hosted o- over the summer were like were very well attended. Um, and so, we kind of see that at Character Club, we see it as our responsibility to get to know our members and kind of like provide those safe learning experiences that allows them to grow as individuals. Um, and certainly we, we encourage nonprofits and work with nonprofits to, to provide a similar experience uh, that ties into their own board, board roles. What we also see is that many of the individuals who end up joining nonprofit boards tend to gravitate towards organizations that has some kind of connection to, to some sort of life, life experience they've had. Um, I ended up joining a nonprofit uh, in New York City called Row New York, 
Uh, and that, that only became possible because I went to a New England boarding school. Um, I needed to play a sport in the spring and I ended up joining a sport that I'd never heard of before called crew. Um, I became by my senior year, the captain of the crew team. Um, I really appreciated the sport, um, had a great experience, made a lot of friends that I'm still close to, to this day. Um, and I found out that there's a, there's a new, a, a nonprofit in New York called Row New York. So it just seemed like a perfect fit for me based on like what I was already interested in. I had no idea before that, that that was even possible for me to be involved with a nonprofit um, that like, kind of aligned with something that I cared about in, in that kind of like specific way. Uh, and so I got involved with Road New York, still involved with them. And that experience kind of exemplifies a lot of the of a lot of what we see with um, our members and the organizations that they join. Um, they were involved with something either in high school or college or uh, they were impacted in one way or another uh, personally or their family member was. And they, to the corporate world, work hard, heads down, uh, and don't have an easy path to figuring out what is out there, what opportunities are available to them outside of their like work bubble. Um, and, and so Carry Club solves that. Sometimes I like to describe us as a, as a dating site. Like, you sign <laughs> yeah. up, you right. college, and we have a bunch of other, uh, we have a bunch of nonprofits that also have a profile page. And our job is to help you discover something that you're already passionate about and make it easy for you to be involved. What do, do I, you yeah, go ahead, Mike. Sorry. Oh, you're, you're good. You're good, UB. I, uh, um, I, I love the simplicity. I love the model that you're doing. Obviously, uh, executive director of a nonprofit. I, I love how you're um, bringing visibility to uh, so, some some really um, like board members, uh, uh, good board members. Um, if if you're lucky enough to get good board members, um, they they uh, it's 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 an extension of the team because many times nonprofits they're uh, they're on a budget, right? So even if you have a good gala, um, even if you go you know twenty fifty percent over your you know what your forecast is, um, that money many times is earmarked for you know some major initiative. So hiring people on all the time isn't always uh, a luxury like that. So I, I love what you're doing. I, uh, I, I think the model is fantastic. So from, from one nonprofit to um, somebody who's putting out a service like this, I'm certainly going to uh, uh, get involved with this. Um, if I like, cause I know you're, you're very East coast, but I got to imagine, um, are you, are you, are you, do you have nonprofits? Do you have organizations uh, kind of out here in the Rocky, Rocky mountain range? So our goal for 2021 is to take Caracol national, uh, which is why we're in the middle of uh, closing a funding round right now. I want to make sure that everyone um, has access to this opportunity. Um, and that is our goal. So we will be, we'll meet you there uh, next year, which is not that far away, thankfully. Hopefully 2021 is going to have a lot more going for it than this year, but we're looking forward yeah. to that. And we actually are doing this through, first of all, that was my entire goal. Uh, when I started the company, I did not want this to be New York centric. Um, I wanted this to be available um, to anyone and everyone. Um, and so we now know for sure that 
We have lots of companies that want to be able to provide that to their employees. We have lots of nonprofits like yours that are looking for amazing candidates. And so uh, there's really no reason why this should not be national. And, and that's where we're going to go. That's fantastic. Well, Roden, this has been awesome, man. I um really great to connect with you. And yeah, like Mike said, I mean, let's stay in, in contact. We we certainly would love to introduce you to nonprofits uh, west of the Mississippi, as they say. So, um, but thank you, man, for for um, for sharing your story. I think what you're doing is is just phenomenal, and it's just another way to, um, you know, really really help a, a a group of people in this country who have otherwise never been given those types of opportunities. Um, I think it's it's huge, and I think it's it's more needed now than ever. Uh, so thank you for being on the show. Thank you for sharing your platform with me. I'm very excited about where we're going. Um, this is one of the things that like really does keep me motivated. Um, I can't make everything. Uh, I can't solve every problem, but I know that with what the work that we're doing at Carry Club. Um, it's something that will actually have a lasting impact in terms of the people that it will reach, um, the companies, the nonprofits, the individuals that we place. But also, um, let's never forget the fact that this is also impacting the, um, the people that the nonprofits serve. So uh, it's a model that, I mean, first of all, like, why did this already exist? Um, but let's make this actually be something that changes lives. Love the, love the impact. Thank you so much for uh, being part of the show today. My pleasure. And thank you all for continuing to listen in. Um, Chooseinclusion.com is the website. You can find all the different listening uh, venues and apps from there. Um, So yeah, keep, keep checking in with us. We um, will continue to do what we do. So thank you all for being a part of it. And take care. Thanks, everybody. Take care, everyone.